When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we're all realizing that the quality of our air, and particularly the quality of our indoor air, is really darn important. I'm so excited to tell you about Puro Air because in 30 minutes, this device will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called a HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. I keep my Puro Air running upstairs where the bedrooms are all night. I love that it's quiet. Cleaner air just hits different, doesn't it? Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at getpuroair.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. One more time for the people in the back, getpuroair.com. Hello there and welcome back. My name is Stephanie Safarian and you're listening to episode 277 of Sustainable Minimalists, a twice-weekly show about intentional and eco-minimalist living. On today's show, I am answering a listener's question all about how to read that egg carton. Lauren wrote to me and she said, and I quote, I would love to hear your take on eggs, the ones at the grocery store, from the cheapest ones to the organic to the free range to the rotating pastures. Tell me more. All right, Lauren, we're going to get into all of that today. And that's because when it comes to eggs, there are an awful lot of choices at the supermarket. There are the cage-free and the free-range that you mentioned, and then there's also the little pretty logos to entice us to buy that carton over the other carton next to it. And so on today's show, my goal is to teach you how to read that egg carton. This is one of those good, old-fashioned educational episodes. There's no fluff. So as I go through today's different egg-related considerations, my hope is that as you listen, You think about the values that mean most to you so that next time you're buying eggs or really next time you're buying anything, you can lead with your values and purchase in a way that's aligned with your values. I have a three-part show for you today. Part one is all about the considerations we need to consider when we're thinking about how the hen lives. We're talking cage-free pasture raised there. That's part one. In part two, we are talking about the labels that are just marketing gimmicks. So all those labels, all those words on the carton that really are meaningless, that's part two. And part three is the third-party certifications I'm hoping that you will look out for. So let's get right into part one, which is how the hen lives. There's cage-free, there's free-range, and there's pasture-raised. So if you care about the lives of the hens, how they live, this is where your ears are going to want to perk up. Right off the bat, if you were buying the cheapest eggs at your grocery store, chances are real good that the hens who laid those eggs live in a factory farm with dismal conditions. And by dismal, I mean filthy and cramped, no access to sunlight, born in an incubator, separated from parents, de-beaked when young, and without anesthesia, by the way, in a battery cage. Battery cages, we're not going to talk about them today, but just so you know, they were banned in the European Union in 2013, still used here in America. So if you're buying the cheapest eggs, the hens who laid them probably lived Terrible, horrible, no good, very bad lives. And that's especially sad because a University of Bristol report found that chickens are at least as smart as a human kindergartner. They have empathy, 
They can understand object permanence, and they can even learn basic math. So that's the cheapest eggs. Slightly better than the cheapest eggs is the cage-free eggs. So better than nothing, but still not great. Cage-free eggs means that the hens who laid them walked freely in an indoor enclosure and had unlimited access to food and water, but they do not get outdoor access, and they may be in a very large or crowded indoor enclosure. So they're not in cages, but they're also not outside. They're inside, and they may still be cramped. I did see a photo recently of cage-free hens in real life, and yes, they're not in a cage, but there are so many hens in one area that they may as well have been in cages because they're so cramped that there's really no space for these chickens to move around. They are packed in. So a step in the right direction, but if you have a few dollars extra to spare on your next dozen eggs, you can do better. Cage-free is also not the same as cruelty-free. Cage-free hens are still getting their beaks cut off so that they don't peck each other. Older hens even if they're cage-free, may be molted, which means force-starved to get one last round of eggs out of them. So that's cage-free. Slightly better, but still not anything we should be excited about. Slightly better than cage-free is free-range eggs. So same as cage-free, except the hens do have some access to the outdoors. There's no real regulations on the size or quality of the area outside or the amount of time they get to spend outdoors. I read one report from an animal rights organization that argued that if there are 2,000 hens in an indoor enclosure and the door to get outside is minuscule, then really only the hens that just by luck happen to be close to the door are going to get outside. But those eggs from those hens could still be considered free range because the minuscule door is available to them. because. Often these hen houses are overcrowded. It's still very likely that even if you're buying free range eggs, the hen lived on a space the size of an eight and a half by 11 piece of paper for their entire life. So that's free range. And then the best of the best when it comes to how the hens live is, of course, the pasture raised hen. This is the most luxurious of all. And that's because hens who are pasture raised get to spend most of their lives outdoors in open fields. They're doing what hens do best. They are grazing on worms and bugs. (laughs) They are spreading their wings. They are being social. They are perching. They're dust bathing. And they're just living the lives that hens are meant to live. What is the result of this? The result, as per research, is a tastier and healthier egg for us. So the yolks from pasture-raised hens tend to be higher in vitamins, have a brighter yellow hue compared to the eggs of commercial hens. The eggs of pastured hens have twice as much vitamin E. They are more than double the omega-3 fatty acids. Vitamin A concentration is 38% higher. So all those numbers, all those big words means that pasture-raised hens produce healthier eggs for humans. This isn't crazy unrealistic, right? When chickens are allowed to do what chickens are naturally made to do, which is graze, eat bugs and worms, be social, they're going to produce more nutritious eggs. Pasture-raised eggs tend to come from smaller farms, 
smaller companies. And I should say here, too, that pasture-raised, that label, is not currently regulated by the USDA, the United States Department of Agriculture. So if you're buying pasture-raised eggs and you want to go one step further, look for the Certified Humane Seal. And we're going to get to that in our section on certifications. All right, so now we're on to what the hen ate. Either your carton says vegetarian fed or it doesn't. Vegetarian fed means that the hens were fed an all-vegetarian diet. It's usually a mix of corn and soy. No animal byproducts. This is quite interesting to me because chickens are omnivores. (laughs) They're not vegetarians by nature. Chickens eat bugs and worms and sometimes snakes and sometimes mice. They scratch and peck and they forage in the dirt and the grass. And so when chickens are denied the animal protein that they have evolved to need, (laughs) their health deteriorates and quite rapidly. So vegetarian fed is marketed on egg cartons as something great for all of us. My egg carton, and we're going to talk about my egg carton in a little bit, but my egg carton says GMO-free vegetarian diet. That's what the hens were fed. And now I'm thinking to myself, how is vegetarian fed something that consumers should want out of the hens that laid their eggs. But okay, so either vegetarian fed or not. We're on to part two of today's conversation, which is the labels on the cartons that are just marketing gimmicks. I have four marketing gimmicks for you. First is all natural, aka farm fresh. If you see that on your egg carton, just ignore it. It means nothing. All natural farm fresh. It means nothing. It's supposed to mean that the eggs were minimally processed, but it's an egg. It means nothing. So that's one. Marketing gimmick number two is omega-3. Maybe perhaps you are on a diet that needs extra omega-3. All eggs naturally contain (laughs) omega-3, which lowers cholesterol. An omega-3 label may mean that the hens were given a diet that was enriched with omega-3 food, but if you truly need omega-3 extra omega-3 in your diet as per your doctor's recommendations, you're probably better off getting it from other sources. It's a fatty acid, so you could get that from fish and nuts. You don't technically or theoretically need omega-3 enriched eggs. Marketing gimmick number three is hormone-free. That sounds great. We all want hormone-free eggs. All eggs in the United States are hormone-free, whether you see the label or not, and that's because the FDA banned giving hens hormones back in the 1950s. So hormone-free, if you see that on a label, again, ignore it. All eggs are hormone-free. And the final one is no antibiotics. It's a misleading term as U.S. hens, most U.S. hens, are not given antibiotics. So we're going to move on to the third-party certifications that I would love it if you paid attention to next time you buy eggs. We're going to get into part three, after a quick word from this week's sponsor. Hello, Sustainable Minimalist listeners. Are you committed to living a greener and simpler life? Well, meet Home Threads, your ally in more sustainable and minimalist home decor. As the total destination for decor and furniture, Home Threads helps you define your minimalist lifestyle while respecting the planet. Discover their exclusive Haven collection, 
They use many sustainable materials without compromising on style. And here's the best part. Home Threads always has the best value. It was time. After nine years of living in our home, it was time to replace our outdoor furniture. And my husband and I, we went to Home Threads. We have a Home Threads patio umbrella and a new bench. And oh my goodness, we are so in love. Create a home that reflects your commitment to the environment. Visit homethreads.com slash sustainable and get a code for 15% off your first order. Homethreads.com slash sustainable. Love where you live. So many of us have chaotic closets that are crammed full of clothing items and yet somehow we still have nothing to wear. Well, upgrading to high quality and affordable pieces from Quince when you need them is a game changer. They offer organic cotton sweaters and washable silk tops. My 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters are my go-to. Not only are they affordable, but the quality is top-notch They wear better than the cashmere sweaters that are double their price. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash sustainable podcast for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash sustainable podcast to get free shipping and 365 day returns. One more time, quince.com slash sustainable podcast. And we're back. We're on to part three of today's conversation, which is the third-party certifications that you may see on egg cartons on your next trip to the supermarket that I suggest you pay attention to. The first, of course, is certified organic. Certified organic means the USDA National Organic Program certified the eggs to live a free-range lifestyle and eat an organic diet without pesticides, fertilizers, or chemical additives. Again, it is the gold standard in the industry. The USDA certified organic seal. It means also that hens, because they're free range, had access to the outdoors and sunlight. So definitely look for the certified organic seal next time you buy eggs. Another third party certification to look for, especially if you care about the lives of the hens, is certified humane. Certified humane comes from the Humane Farm Animal Care, and it certifies that chickens have been uncaged and had enough space to perform their natural behaviors, like nesting, like perching, like dust bathing. However, it does not require access to the outdoors. So eggs can be certified humane, but that doesn't mean that the hens had any access to the outdoors. Certified humane is different from humanely raised. So if you see humanely raised on a package, that means nothing. It needs to be certified humane. And then finally... When it comes to the health and well-being of those hens, the gold standard is the Animal Welfare Approved Certification. It is issued by the Animal Welfare Institute, and it guarantees that hens are cage-free, that hens have continuous outdoor access, forbids beak cutting, and it is considered the most rigorous animal welfare certification. It's more rigorous than certified humane, which we just talked about. So again, if you care about the lives of the hens, you're going to want to look for this seal. Now, I want to talk about my egg carton for a minute, because as I was preparing for this episode, I thought to myself, let's open the fridge and let's see what I bought. (laughs) The eggs I bought came from Whole Foods, and Whole Foods has its own 
egg rating system, which in my humble opinion is a form of greenwashing in and of itself. Consumers are already inundated with labels and logos on products. And so Whole Foods adds a whole new rating system that we need to understand into the mix. I feel as though when companies do that, it's greenwashing because it's putting another barrier in front of the consumer so that we're more likely then to make uninformed decisions. But anyway, I wanted to understand the Whole Foods rating system for eggs, so I went to their egg standards website. By the way, you never even would have known this existed unless you opened the cover to the eggs and read the extremely timely print on the inside of the carton. But turns out I bought the mid-range eggs in the store. The hens did have an area outside the barn that is, quote, at least as big as their space inside. How misleading is that, by the way? (laughs) How big? At least the same size. So are we talking about the size of a piece of paper? They have a piece of paper-sized home inside and a piece of paper-sized home outside. Very confusing. But water is provided outdoors. They have shade and cover to accommodate at least half of the chickens outside. And because these are mid-range, these are not the best of the best eggs, their beaks may still be trimmed. I did not buy the highest eggs at the supermarket, but you can bet now that I know what I know, next time I will. I should say here too that I used to balk at the thought of spending 6 or even $7 on a carton of eggs. Heck no, that sounds so expensive. Why spend $7 on 12 eggs when you can spend $2 on 12 eggs? But let's really think about that for a minute. If you're spending $6 on a carton of eggs, that's still only 50 cents an egg. So if we're in the habit of getting a $2 carton of eggs, that may indeed be too cheap. What corners are being cut there? Who's paying for our discount? The answer should be, if you've gotten to this point in this episode, the answer should be quite clear. It's the hens that are paying for our discount. If you're in the habit of buying new jeans for $250 or a new handbag for $250, I suggest you ask yourself, can you spend upwards of $7 or 59 cents an egg on a carton of eggs? The answer may be yes. Now, Back to Whole Foods for one second. I have a lot of qualms with Whole Foods, but if you shop at Whole Foods, all the eggs in Whole Foods are cage-free at the very least. So they do sell free-range and they do sell pasture-raised, but all of the eggs sold there are cage-free. So say what you will about Whole Foods, at least they're not selling factory-farmed eggs. The final word for today's episode is for eggs, but it's for everything that you buy. And that is to buy the best you can afford. If you can't afford the best of the best, that is a-okay. Just buy the best you can afford. So I came up with a rating scale. If you've been listening to this show for a while, you know I used to be a teacher and I love to just give grades. So if you want an A, if you want an A, if you're an overachiever, you want an A, you are going to buy eggs from pasture-raised hens directly from a farm or a farmer's market. These eggs may not have all the bells and whistles and certifications and words on the package, but they're likely the best choice. Now, if you want an A+, if you want to be the best in class, you're going to talk to the farmer. You're going to have an actual conversation, 
first of all, farmers tend to live for this stuff, by the way. So don't feel weird about it. Ask your questions. And even if you think they're silly questions, talking to the farmer, buying the eggs from the farmer down the street is an A plus action. Now, if you're buying at the store, you don't have a farmer's market, you don't have access to farms. When you're at the store, look for organic eggs from pasture-raised hens. Bonus points if you find that animal welfare-approved label on the carton. Okay, so keywords there. Pasture-raised, organic eggs, animal welfare-approved. That's an A. Now, if you are happy getting a B in this course on eggs, look for organic, free-range, preferably non-vegetarian eggs. Okay, so organic again, free-range, non-vegetarian. A C if you want to see, you're going to buy eggs that have some reputable third-party animal welfare certified. So maybe you're buying the certified humane eggs, right? Those are always going to be better than the eggs without any certifications. And then finally, a D or an F would be buying the conventional factory-farmed eggs, no certifications, no regard for animal welfare. Buying the cheapest eggs is likely going to, (laughs) unfortunately, give you a D or an F in this course on eggs. Now, you're probably wondering, are there brands that are doing it right? Who should I look for? Vital Farms, Family Homestead, Oliver's Organic all have very good reputations. If you shop at Walmart or Target or other box stores, you're not going to see Vital Farms or Family Homestead or Oliver's Organic, but you will see Pete and Jerry's and you will see Happy Egg. Those also generally have good ratings. So you can shop at Walmart and still buy better eggs. Pete and Jerry's, Happy Egg. So I hope this episode taught you something. Lauren, thank you so much for the question. I know when I buy eggs, I'm going to be doing some things differently moving forward. Listeners, if you have a question, if you want me to do a deep dive into some aspect of purchasing or minimalism or sustainability, just email me and we will get your question answered. I will be back on Tuesday for your regularly scheduled interview. Don't forget to rate, review, tell a friend of the show. Thank you so much. Can I just say here that have you ever noticed how on Apple Podcasts, There's a new and noteworthy show, and it has two episodes out and 200 reviews. How is that possible? How is it getting into the top charts (laughs) with only two episodes? And how on earth did it get 200 reviews? The reviews on Apple Podcasts are directly related to a show's rating. So again, if you haven't rated this show or any of your favorite podcasts lately, here's my plea for you to do so. It will take maybe 10 seconds a show and you will be doing a wealth of good for podcasters like me who rely on you to stay relevant. So thank you so much. I will see you on Tuesday. Reach out to me if you have a question. Reach out to me to say hi. See you on Tuesday and take care.